Workers Independent News Week in Review. I'm Doug Cunningham. The future of safety and health for working people in this country, I think, is uncertain and indeed may be in danger. AFL-CIO Safety Director Peg Seminario. The AFL-CIO Wednesday released the report, Death on the Job, the Toll of Neglect. 150 U.S. workers die every day from work-related injuries and illnesses. The number of immigrant workers killed on the job is at a 10-year high. Despite this terrible toll on workers, Republicans in power in Washington, D.C., have already moved to roll back health and safety protections for workers. The latest national political resistance action will be Saturday, April 29th, when a March for Climate, Jobs, and Justice comes to Washington, D.C. Several labor unions in the Blue-Green Alliance are supporting the march. Blue-Green Alliance Vice President Mike Williams. So the reason why we're engaged is, is truly to bring the voice of working people into this effort because we believe that we can't solve climate change unless we all work together. It's that crazy notion of solidarity, that notion that these issues cut across our little silos. Resist, resist, resist. That's a pledge that more and more organizations and just individual people in this country are taking up. This is another moment, like the Women's March, to demonstrate that we oppose all of these steps, frankly, that are in the direction of fascism, and we won't stand for that in this country. Los Angeles County Labor Federation Secretary-Treasurer Maria Elena Durazo explaining what the big May Day protest, Resist Los Angeles, is going to be about. Durazo says turnout for the May 1st protests in Los Angeles could top a million people. For SEIU 99 Executive Director Max Arias, the planned massive May Day protest in Los Angeles is an historic action. Arias says SEIU locals in L.A. are deeply involved day-to-day in organizing for the Resist Los Angeles March and Rally May 1st. This is going to be a historic march. We need to send a statement you know, to the world and actually to the powers that be that we are not afraid, we will not be intimidated, and we're ready to stand up for the most vulnerable in our society. With Korean war tensions ratcheted up, Professor Christine Hong of the Korea Policy Institute says to understand what's happening, you have to know the Korean War history. She says that in that war, the U.S. threatened the use of atomic bombs against North Korea just a few years after having become the first and so far only nation on Earth to attack civilian populations with nuclear weapons. Professor Hong told WBAI's Building Bridges program. Atomic weapons against civilian populations in Hiroshima and Nagasaki, and it contemplated the use of nuclear weapons on the Korean Peninsula. In fact, General MacArthur spoke about his desire to create a cobalt zone between North Korea and Manchuria where no life could live for dozens of not hundreds of years. Workers' independent news provided by Diversified Media Enterprises. I'm Doug Cunningham.